0: I think a great product is really like delight users. It brings the value to users. It's not like something we have the passion as product people want to build it. It's the something that because the customers and users, they really need that in their life to solve their problem. But also we want to have the product, not just for the customer, but also for the company. So it must be unique. Product and data.
1: We cannot build product without data. Hence, we're dedicating an entire episode to talk about product management and data. And today we have Karen Shi She is currently the director of product and data at Alpha Camp in Taiwan. She has a fascinating career. She started in Yahoo many years ago. Then she worked in HTC, ASUS, KK Box, and now in Alpha Camp. Basically, she has a mission to build data literacy across product teams. In today's episode, we deep dive into what does it mean to have a great product that is data informed? How is it that we work with the data science team? How about data integrity? And more importantly, what does great product mean? The reality is fintech is not that sexy. It is hard work, but it is super fun and fulfilling. Why? Because most of us are in a vulnerable financial position and suffer from money stress. So our job as fintechers is to come up with solutions. Welcome to Fintech Product, the place to be for career advice for women in fintech. I am Moni Millares, and I've built a career building digital banks from scratch, both in the UK and Southeast Asia. I strongly believe in togetherness, and I'm here to open up, share, and bring fintech Product and leadership experts together so that you don't have to start from scratch to thrive in your career in fintech. I'm Mexican British living in Asia and I'm recognized as Singapore 65 fintech product leaders and women in fintech. Hi, Karen. It is
0: a pleasure having you in the show. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Yes, me too. Me too. So glad to, you know, this is the first podcast I have. I'm so excited.
1: Amazing news so i given you have an amazing experience when it comes to product you started in yahoo you've been like in the product arena for so many years so i want to start the conversation with what is your definition of this is a great product
0: okay so i think a great product is really like delight users it brings the value to users. It's not like something we have the passion as product people want to build it. It's the something that because the customers and users, they really need that in their life to solve their problem or like make them enjoyable in it. But also we want to have the product, not just for the customer, but also for the company. So it must be unique, like something it should build for the for the company. And it should be unique. It's for the customer. It's not just an app or a website. It's a style-like notion. It's a style for people who like to take in those thinking in a structured way. Like um, a photo is a very delight user. It, it can delight user in a great way. Like it reminds me like 10 years since today and make me mm, feel happy when I see it. So I think that these three points are very important to be a great product. So give me an example with like what, which product you're like, this is a good product. So I mentioned Notion and yes, uh, Google Photo. Miss- These two things are very, I, I feel they are a good product to me because they are like, they have the connection to the user. It's not just a photo app to me or not just a note taking app to me. Behind, I can feel the people who behind the product or the other customers who are using this product are the connection with me and know what I want to look into, and even they provide something I didn't think about. Yes, and so improve mine. yeah. So that's the great product. It's unique and think for the users, and it delights me. So I think these two are great product. And the other things, like I would say, like DBT is a great product. Like it's not the first data transfer tool that ever been built, but the people, the community around that product, we are so like connect with others we have the same pen and the product the dbt really want to solve the pen with us so i really like this kind of phenomenon when i'm doing product or using the product
1: yes and i think you have a great point when it comes to notion like i love notion like my whole life runs in notion by now (laughs) and i only found out about notion maybe six nine months ago but that type of level of it's not that it's dependency but yeah notion now it's part of my life that makes it a great product it's not just a note-taking app it's like yeah. my life is structured in ocean my ideas my journals my
0: everything is in there <laughs> so that yes, makes exactly
1: too. it's it's a connection kind of
0: yeah. <laughs> yes and you probably tried a lot of different note app many
1: <laughs> many
0: yeah notion had my heart
1: <laughs> so how did you get into product
0: then because you've been in product a very long time what's your story so when I first joined product I guess that was when I was a associate producer in Yahoo so we don't even have a product manager at that time like like about like 20 years ago things yeah so but I think the product means we At first, it's something that we build and maintain the the website works fine. Say when I'm Yahoo, so I'm responsible for the front page. But then I realized that this is the product. Like when we see people using our front page as their protocol into the internet. And it's kind of like imagining that, okay, that's part of people's life. And... The other thing is I have tried because that's my first job. So I'm not sure if I want to stick with it in my like 20 years or 30 years. So I try other jobs. I try other jobs in like server companies since it's very popular in Taiwan, more than software actually. So I do try to work in a hardware company and I do try to work like other jobs. But then I realized I like this kind of, passion and this kind of connection with the users. And it's more directly in software. So that's yeah. why I stay here.
1: Awesome. And what do you do currently? Because it's a 20 year career, but now you do like cool data stuff. <laughs> so what's yeah. your daytime
0: product role today? <laughs> so now I'm a product data in Alphacam. So AlphaCam is a very unique company I have ever joined. So we do online, we do online course for people who has no background, but they want to them into software engineers. So we help them online, but we're unlike the course programming platform, only put this content online so people can read or view it. It's a lot of free content right now. So the product in AlphaCam is the experience, the same thing, like the experience for the users. And my team is responsible for the technology part. So we build for the Lighthouse. We call it Lighthouse. It's the learning management platform for all the users. But actually, our product is the environments that keep users have their motivation and keeping them learning and level up until they get a job in a software industry. And for the data part, I would say AppleChem is very unique because it already had a data informed culture before I joined, before the first data team has built. They look data and uh see these numbers about users master, if their users master their program, if users are well, well feeling, feeling well in their program, and if they have any struggle or how they move. It, if the motivation still keeps up, it's cool. not just like a conversation, though we do have a lot, but they view things in a number and feel things has the overview to look into it. So our data team's job is to help them get more efficiency and inspire them to have different view to analysis these users behavior and also to find is there any connection between different behavior that we can do some experiments. So the first thing still is to have this ELT pipeline, get all these data aligned. That's the yes. first step. Yeah, For, and step for anyone
1: for anyone who's not familiar with the term, what does uh,
0: ELT mean? Yeah. yeah, so ELT means extract, load, and transfer. So before the modern data stake, people used to have ETL. Means yeah. because the cloud computing and storage is very expensive, was expensive before, so they need to transfer the data and make sure we only store and compute the valuable data in cloud. But now the computing and cloud is very cheap. (laughs) I would say, yeah, it's very powerful. So it's, we can do upload every data we want and then we do the transfer on cloud. So that's ETL, yeah. Yes, thank you. Yes,
1: because acronyms, (laughs) acronyms are important. Cool. Yes. Yes so you cover a lot like us you you do not cover only traditional products but you properly cover data you're kind of like
0: half data science half product <laughs> because a lot of people is the one most eager to data we want to know how the data does does the data really bring value or is there anyone use it is the feature we provide we just release does it adopt by the users. Do, does user really know how to use it? or what kind of user I mean maybe there are different segments in our users? What kind of users do use like particular features or find things in a particular way? And that's we that's a, something that we also want to know so we know which feature or what kind of users are more valuable to us then we can like optimize on it. So product people is usually very data driven and they really need to look into data. But as a product manager, like I was before, it's very hard to communicate this kind of reporting with a data engineer or backend engineer when there was no data team. Because engineer, they may not understand the business logic quite well. And sometimes that's because product manager cannot explain the business the logic need. very well in a data sense. Yeah. So um, yeah. So two kind of people we are in like different world, and we try to communicate with each other, and the gap was large. So say for example, sometimes I define my request, and the data engineer understood understood my request and gave me the numbers. Then I found mm, the numbers, no, it doesn't make why? sense. Yeah, but the calculation is correct. the 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 way he he can show me like how he get the number and what the calculation he did that's all correct. <laughs> so in that
1: case, the challenge is for product managers to yeah. understand which data they want and what is it for, and rather than doing only the calculation.
0: Yes, yes, and sometimes there are many details. Say, for example, if I say. I want a, a unique user, but, but what, what's the definition of unique? What's the unique definition user? of unique, yes. Yeah, so that's, I cannot imagine that that was a very complicated problem in an engineering perspective, but I would say, why, What what's that, well, I don't understand, why is that difficult? Because I can see the unique number in GA like every day, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know why, I didn't know how to do, do the things behind the numbers. So I realized that as a product manager, I need to get involved. I need to understand more so I can get this conversation more easier. And the other thing, of course, that engineer has a lot of things to do. If I can do part of self-service, especially when I'm doing the report and want to understand the numbers, I actually do a lot of thinking in my mind. But if the thinking needs to be ways like I want this number and apply for a ticket and the ticket will be accepted after a week and give you back the number another week. It's a bit late. (laughs) Yeah, my thinking is dropped. So I don't know how to like understand the whole picture, but if I can try and narrow, then I can know and get a sense about what the things I'm manipulating with. So that's why I do want to learn about data and it really took me months, even like years to understand how to, what what's the best tool. Say, for example, I didn't know SQL before yeah. and I did a lot of expression things, like probably months and very struggle. <laughs> and then my engineer, Lee, he found what I'm doing and he just teach me like there, SQL can save your life. And then he told me awesome. DBT can save your life again so you know oh. i i have no clue <laughs> at the beginning yes
1: exactly and then just like everyone like you just like get into it and then start learning little by little yeah so yes. what do you think is the future of data and product
0: yeah so i that's my imagination i think People would be more data-driven or data-informed, at least, in the future. So they would all like to, like everyone wants to look into the facts. And the level of self-service would be better for now, just like everyone knows how to use spreadsheet. I think probably everyone knows how how to use BI tool or even SQL. And I think as product, since we need to know the behavior and the facts, so we need to understand data. I mean, the data would be different kind of data. One is the quality data that, for example, we do user interview, we do survey, yeah. we gather a lot of unstructured data. Yes. Yes. There are still data. Yeah. And the other thing is something people might be more easier to imagine. There are quantity data, like the behavior log or the, the order numbers, the revenue numbers, things like that. So these are all the facts help us to understand is our user, they are really using our our product, how they use it. Because sometimes if you only have user interview, people may tell you the truth, they are not lying, but they cannot say your product is bad in front of you, right? No, no, no,
1: no, no. It has
0: limitations. Yes. So you have to have different kind of like quality and quantity data together then you can see the whole picture. And not only for the customer side, you also need to know like how how drive the, what, what things drive the growth of this company. Is that because the orders? Is that because of the retention? Is that because of new users? That's also important. Yes, very important. Mm. So how,
1: it, it sounds like data is critical in in the day-to-day of a product manager, how do you create a culture that is like data-driven culture if the companies are not currently in that stage?
0: Well, I would say that's very difficult. I'm so lucky to be here <laughs> already data-informed. It must be something top-down. I mean, especially in startup, the culture... Is driven by the founders, like 80%, I would say. So it must be top-down. And though it will be very hard by an employee who wants to influence the culture, and it also will take a lot of time. So if the founder has this kind of sense, and he wants to do things like that, and the first thing I would say is to point out the facts. Like... um, How they what's the level of data literacy we are right now? Say, for example, if I say when a team are talking about revenue, say, marketing team, you may sense the though there's the same metric revenue, it could be different from marketing team and finance team. So, yes, in this situation, you can sense the data literacy in the company. So the first thing I did last year is actually the same. I'm trying to align all their. All the teams <laughs> and the
1: definitions. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. So people would understand a little bit about what's the difference, why they are different or even, oh, they are different. You know, exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Just yeah, like so That's the way that that exactly. It's like checking sense, checking where are we? I hadn't thought about data literacy metric as such. That's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, it's brilliant. And talking about, yeah, because, because yeah, that's something measurable, but it's like you're measuring the the capabilities of your team as such. And then, yes, and data is super important. And probably I think that may be one of the gaps in many product teams as well.
0: Yes. The way is actually the same when we are doing product. We want to see the facts. What's the level right now? So we know what's the opportunity and where we can improve. Yes, definitely. So just a few minutes ago, you were talking about the fun- the founder and the
1: founder influencing culture. How do you attract and retain like great product people? That is part of culture, but it's uh, it's it's not a straightforward thing to do. So I would love to hear your
0: views. Okay. I would want to know what's the path they plan. I mean, there's a different personality or different background of different product manager. I mean, there is no, probably some program right now, but like before, there is no college program or course like helping people to become a product manager. There are so many different. So some people may come from business. Some people come from customer care, designers, engineers. They all have different strengths. And I want to know what's their plan for their career. They may not have one actually, but they would know what's their strengths and weakness or what kind of mm, role model or what kind of product they want to work on. Then I will see if I can help them. If I, if our company's mission and the path of our company, does it align with that product manager? What can we do to help them or get aligned different, like personal mission and company mission so we can all grow together? I think that's the best, best way to do that because I would assume that every product manager wants to, build something that is impactful and meaningful they don't yes. do things yeah just like oh that's just my job and i need to do that to earn the life yeah so most of the product manager they are very meaningful passionate yes yes and yes.
1: meaning passion passion and meaning driven i agree with you yes yes so how do you i know i guess like what i'm trying to ask is What are the qualities of a great product manager then? One of them we said like passion, (laughs) passion and yeah, Yeah.
0: The other would be like curiosity and care. I mean, care the users, care the product is a effort that everyone put in, not just product manager or engineers, like like the company everyone put in to present the value to the user. So they must be... Cared is not just like, I done this project, I released this feature and it's done. It's a like marathon has no end (laughs) that you need to, yeah, you need to keep moving on. So I think they need to be care about who are using this feature, this product and why we want to do it. What's our mission? Why? What's the goal we want to bring the users? So uh, they must be care about these like people, connection things. And they Mm -hmm. need to be very curious, like curious who are using these things, what kind of value we want to bring, what's the goal we, what's the angle, what's the mission we are going. So they need to be a lot of questions, keep curious about these things. So they have this motivation and passions going on.
1: I love it. It's like you you kind of nailed it. It's like, yes, you need to have to be a good product person. It's like curiosity is so important. The passion mm. keep asking the questions and then be kind of, the right word is not obsessed but, because obsessions are kind of to the extreme, right? But like be heavily invested in what you're doing. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So as we wrap up the episode, what's your take? Is product an art or a science?
0: I would say it's an art more than science, but it's an art like built by science. <laughs> art built by science. That's a new definition. <laughs> yeah, because there is a lot of like framework or methodology for product nowadays, and it really helps, and you can analyze things or thinking product in a framework. So it's something that you can pass on and keep improve this methodology. So it's kind of like a science. But you do need to care about the people, the spirits of the product that you want to bring. So I would say that's part of the art part. And it should be more important than the science part.
1: Definitely. You do need to care. And like you said, there, you need to use certain methods or methodologies, which then takes me to the very last question.
0: That is, uh-huh. which
1: are your top two methodologies
0: for product Yeah, so i'm the fan of marty carrigan and teresa tory i wrote yes. a course about continuous discovery so i think that's the best method and because i have this kind i was having this kind of confusion like we release a lot of feature and it sounds correct to me to we know the reason why we're doing this but after we done I'm kind of lost, like missing something, and this puzzle didn't bring together. So that's when I have this kind of confusion. Then I found out Marty Cagan, his speech about product is hard, and I realized, oh, there's a lot of framework. When I wasn't a product manager at Yahoo, he is already publishing all these articles and these framework for like more than twenty years. Yes, it's the wisdom is so inspired and the framework is actually like talking to the people, connecting with the customer, understanding why we want to do and what what they want and also balance these customers with the companies about the product vision, the company's vision. So I think that's the realistic way to do the product. It's not just, oh, I'm a product manager. I have the passion. I assume I'm the users. You know, after I do have some user interview, then I realize there's a lot of different type of users. When I assume I'm a user, I'm just one type, very yes. limited Power. type of users. Yes. yes, yes,
1: definitely. Awesome. Well, it's been fantastic having you in the show, Karen. Probably more questions will come up as we... <laughs> listen to the episode
0: so where can we find you oh i'm happily i'm active on linkedin or i'm also in the dbt slay community yeah you can find me both there or twitter as well perfect we will add all of your socials in the description
1: it's been an absolute pleasure and then everyone see you next week thank you karen thank you bye -bye. thank you Bye -bye. Bye. bye Hello again. It's been an absolute pleasure. I learned tons from this conversation and hopefully you gained some insights, knowledge, or inspiration. It could mean the world if you follow, share, and rate the show because it gives me feedback. And remember if you have fintech, product, career, or life direction questions, reach out. I'm always happy to help. Go to my LinkedIn page, Monica Millares, and send me a connection request. DM me and book time for a free mentoring session. See you next week. Ciao, ciao.